0: Welcome to High on the Hog with Meryl Schindler and co-hosts Joanna Belson and Janice Hardoon. This is a podcast about all things cannabis. Tune in every week as Meryl, Joanna, and Janice discuss the medical benefits of CBD and THC products with each other, as well as with informed guests from the cannabis industry and the lawmakers who regulate it. Enjoy the show. This is Meryl Schindler, and here we are with High on the Hog, the podcast, the show that get you behind the scenes in the wonderful world of CBD and THC medical cannabis everybody everybody I know Tut Lamond wants to know more I was at a um, basically a what do we call it a cannabis um, Tupperware party and and I mean there were people see there in their 80s well into their 80s and they had you know they had some great experiences they had learned so much
1: that was a great fun experience, actually.
0: That was, I look, just finding that house was a great fun experience. And then watching the delivery guy um, show up like 10 minutes after you ordered it, it was like, where, where, where the heck was he? We're way up in the hills here. This is crazy stuff. I think it
1: took seven minutes to order it and get delivered into my from phone to hand.
0: Crazy. Only in crazy. Los Angeles. We're sitting here with Cammy Cutter, who knows all there is to know, and Sam Liberatore. Sam Liberatore, you're a manufacturer. You're a man behind the scenes. You're a man what does the stuff. What's the name of your company? Uh well, I'm not I'm not allowed to discuss that. That's okay. That. <laughs> okay, that's uh, out. Oh, yeah. we'll right, no, cut okay. that part out. No, no, yeah. no. It's, it's. Uh, I understand. There's a certain amount of um, discretion Disclosure involved here. Yes, but I, I do have, you know, we were talking before about all the, um, all the complexities of cannabis products, all the stuff that's in there, and all the stuff that's in there that's not even known. So, I mean, to manufacture, do you work out of some sort of major laboratory? Yes, sir. Is this like guys in white coats with um, Absolutely. With, with
2: flasks and everything? Absolutely. So uh, I was formerly with a THC manufacturer, and I was really, when I came out from South Carolina to take this job, I was the chief operating officer of a major manufacturer in California. And upon walking into the laboratory the first time, I was blown away by the professionalism and exactly what you described. Guys in white coats, they're PhD uh, uh, level uh, scientists, chemists, um, so the professionalism just goes above and beyond what you would think, um, <laughs> what Middle America would think uh, uh, is going on out in California as far as manufacturing goes.
0: I assume that there are journals of quite technical journals of, oh, you yes. know, stuff that I, I basically could not read because I wouldn't know what right. they were talking no, it, about.
2: It's, it's high level stuff. It's high level stuff,
0: and and what's amazing is when you when you switch
2: from the THC to the to the CBD, you open up a whole new world of medical.
0: Uh, research and terminology, which is just a whole nother level of complexity. Keeping it non-complex, keeping it real layman, how do you separate out the products? How do you separate the THC from the CBD? It's funny. When when we first started several years ago, um, we
2: actually, this is is crazy, when we would uh, distill down, when we would uh, manufacture down the cannabis plant to produce our THC oil, we would literally look at each other. We, we the byproduct would be CBD, uh, maybe a one or two percent yield, and we would have you know jars of, of pure, you know, full spectrum CBD, and we would ask ourselves, well, what are we going to do with this? We literally would stick it in the fridge with and, and just just set it aside because we, we were under the assumption everybody wants the THC, and they did. You know, it was high demand yeah. and high dollar. Well, as time passed on, we learned real quick the demand both locally, statewide countrywide and eventually
0: worldwide is going to be for the CBD. But I assume when you separate it out, I mean, not just dumping the other stuff, it goes off to, I don't know, feed the hogs or something, you know, who <laughs> knows what? But right. It, it's not, it's not wasted. No, it's not waste. So uh, to be
2: more specific, then we will use uh, either CO2 extraction machines um, or butane extraction machines. And what, and what you end up with is uh, one, uh, say a kilo of THC, um, Distillate, and then a kilo of uh, CBD distillate, and and of course mixed in there will be lipids and fats, and right. that will give you your volume. And then you'll you'll look at your COA and see what the composition of each one is. But your um,
3: COA is your test results. Your test results. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. Your certificate of analysis. Um. Uh. But but no. The, there are, there are no. There's really no waste. What we purchase from the from the growers from our cultivators, we don't waste any of it. It all goes to use. It's all part of what we use. I saw this just mulch. Uh, It it appears when it comes in. (laughs) Very good mulch. It looks like mulch, yes, sir. It does.
0: (laughs) Um, and, And so it's. You're dealing with. Are you dealing with like giant machines? It's like I used to have a thing for industrial tours. You know, I would go on like mm-hmm. beer tours yes. and, and such things. Is that is that what it's going to look like? Absolutely, like, like these great big vats full of you know stuff.
2: Absolutely, yep. absolutely. So it, it's it's very it's very complex. It's very sensitive. You have to be trained on these machines. The, I know we paid. I remember we used to buy Waters machines. Uh, a sink. and this was years back. I'm sure the cost has come down and things have improved, but. Our first waters machine cost $300,000 and looked like something that you had pulled out of the cockpit of the space shuttle. There were knobs and, and, and just tubes. And, and granted, I'm not a Ph.D. chemist, so I, I don't know the, you know the terminology, but I would watch these guys work here and just be, I was floored by the, by the process um, of, of how they pull this stuff out.
0: I come from back in the day you know where <laughs> the the consistency of the product was always very doubtful. Yes In terms of the growers that you're dealing with, consistency it's paramount but consistency is consistent. yes. For uh, for the most part now we're dealing um, with 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 you know so, we're dealing with corn or so wheat here we're you're dealing right. with it's a commodity weather we're dealing with something that that you know uh, right. it it could uh, they could be bull weaver weevils or whatever the marijuana that's gets true. affected by that's true <laughs> um, so typically
2: the word you're looking for the, the the most important word that we would find is yield we're looking for a high yield we would look for something when we bought a, a, a uh, amount of biomass we would want a high yield and if the yield was nice and it were let's say if it was an indoor grow we the manufacturer i'm sorry the cultivator could almost guarantee us that the next grow would be about the same because his controlled environment is is right there yeah i think she has some pictures for you yeah
3: there's uh, are just some cannabis machines oh um, my god
0: <laughs>
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> like like so that big one you see that two-story that's uh, like a hundred liter machine and now they're even bigger um there's actually some of the old um, hops machines that they used to use for Budweiser—they're turning into now make CBD pellets. Well, it is
0: Budweiser. Ah, uh, see, Budweiser—it's
3: <laughs> because at the end of the day, cannabis is an oil. You can trade the commodity in oils, and I have a lot of friends literally making money in buckets of oil. That's so how you, they know, make you know, you know what—I mean—what
0: you're opening up for me here? I'm just—I'm just a simple country lad. <laughs> what you're opening up for me here is this world of. There are companies that are doing very well manufacturing the machines. They have no connection, yes. otherwise they're manufacturing it. There is, of course, the world of the growers, but there's also the world of all the everything that's used to help the growing. I mean, it used to be grow lights in, in in the spare closet in you know in the back bedroom in college, and it's like uh, that we are uh, you moved a little beyond the grow lights. I think. Right.
3: I mean, think about um, the gold rush. Who made all the money in the gold rush? The people who made the shovels, the people who were the transporters, the people who didn't touch the product. It's going to be the software companies. It's going to be the um, new technology coming out. It's the hardware. Yeah. security's huge. Transport's huge. When this goes worldwide, who's flying this product now? You know, who's who's supplying the packaging? I have so many people now that I deal with on a day-to-day basis. They're like, I never thought I'd be in weed. I never, but this is what I do. I, 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 just made commercial refrigerators, and now there's this fresh, frozen stuff, and it's a whole thing. And I'm, I'm at grows every day.
0: And so you're dealing with, you know, it is truly an industry. So you know, with, with the insane. many levels of an industry, with it's with insane. all the, all the aspects that go on and on. It's like I've often said, I don't actually know how things happen. You know i being the simple country lad here it's like um you know i i here i have i have a plastic bottle here that i keep my tea in okay i look at this who made this thing who designed this thing who created the plastic who made the top for it where did all this stuff come from how did it get to rei how did it how, how, how does it you know it's like i i you know i take a, i i make my coffee in the morning who made all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Who, who got the coffee here from Ethiopia? <laughs> you know, and, and and packaged it to sell it at Costco. It just boggles the mind to think of... You feel yourself sort of falling into an abyss yes. of complexity. And that abyss of complexity, to bring it back to cannabis, is relatively new. Yes, it's, it's, This industry is like, what can we say, a decade old? Is it even that?
3: No. I mean, just... From this being my third state, there's been so much education between you know Washington to here. Like I can now make calls to real companies. It's not like I'm calling and they're like, oh well, we don't have a bank account. Oh well, I don't, I don't have an email address. You want me to email you? I'm I'm not dealing with like hundreds of thousands of dollars orders through Snapchat anymore. I'm not getting a call of ah, actually, can you bring um like 50 bags of dry ice with you? Cause our local store won't sell to us and we need to extract you know <laughs> and these are licensed people That is that was a licensed call and I'm an edible company and I'm like yeah I have room I, I, I couldn't drive you know to Ashland without ice like it's every time you stop you grab ice and now there's dry the ice Ash- companies for the,
0: the Ashland Shakespeare Festival. yeah
3: And and now there's dry ice companies who will supply to these people, you know, CO2 companies. Well, there's money to
0: be made. Of course they But before we were getting bank
3: accounts shut down every week just for trying to buy CO2. And then they saw that what our, you know, our Facebook was or something through three holding companies down and they connect all the dots. Now your bank account's gone and you can't get CO2 anymore. So something interesting
1: to think about as if you're a cannabis company and you want to buy equipment, how do you pay for it? you can't bank right right now so you have to pay for that in cash cash. so it's a whole different
0: large full of cash
1: cars showing up but it's everything in cannabis is so different than what you think of in the regular world things that are easy day-to-day in a normal company are impossible in cannabis because what the government has done or hasn't done it yet, I guess. It made
2: it very difficult.
0: You know, as someone who who lives on you know the edge, and even in the world of wine, uh, I know lots of people who can you know uh, uh, taste of a, a glass of wine and go, "Oh yes, this is from the um, this is from the north side of the Sonoma Valley." You know, from the uh, the the ridge the over there. Um, I think it I think it was harvested a little bit late. It just has that late taste. I think most of that is jive. I don't believe any of it. I've seen people play that game, and I, it's like, like, yeah. You know, what am I going to do? Say, oh, no, no, it's not for the ridge. It's, it's from, hard, it's it's from hard the valley. To, hard it's hard to call good, them good, on good it. It's obvious. It's like there's no way to do You know, I, 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 I there, there was an interesting study done at University of Davis some years ago where they served wine in black glasses to experts who could not tell what the wine was being black glasses. And I don't know why they couldn't look at the top, but apparently they didn't. More than half of the wine experts, people in the industry, couldn't tell if it was red or white wine from the Ah. taste. They could not determine. The story was in the New Yorker. They could not determine if it was red or white from the taste. Now, most of us would go, well, I know a Chardonnay when I taste it. For God's sake, I could tell a Pinot. That's ridiculous. They couldn't. Do you, in the industry... Have an incredible sense of oh yes that was from you know uh, the north side of the ridge there that was you know, I think he planted it late this year
2: I don't personally but okay. but I have seen and witnessed and watched people who do who who create this this cannabis palette yeah. that would blow your mind that if you if you put it in a black glass and let them pick and choose and guess you wouldn't believe how accurate they would be well you that, know about
0: the world of super tasters they are people who have more taste buds than any of us put together, I,
2: I've, I do not. I've, I don't either. But I've seen it. I've I would love
1: it. to have this as a reality show. This sounds yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, great I, I, I do not. The super
0: <laughs> tasters can apparently taste the when they're describing the taste of leather and raspberries and and dog turd in the in the cabernet, <laughs> and I'm going. It tastes like red wine to me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Grapes.
3: These people are called cannoisseurs. Um They <laughs> they exist. Uh, this comes from they. I, I honestly think that you can taste cannabis better than you can taste wine because you have those terpenoids and flavonoids in there which literally have the effects and the flavor. So if you smell Lalo, you're gonna smell that lemon or sorry lemonine, you're gonna smell that lemon. Yeah. I know that these people are there because in my five years in the white market and 10 years in the black market, I know that guy. He literally can pick up bags and can tell you exactly what each strain is. Yeah. And it could be 400 of them. And it's just the most insane thing ever. These super OGs. No problem. It's a can of sewer. <laughs> and people will be getting paid for that very soon. We'll bring one on the show.
0: That, that, would, be, that would be wonderful. What As a manufacturer, Glenn, Sam, do you also create products? Uh, we do. We have retail products
2: uh, on the CBD side now that we're we're taking uh, nationwide.
0: Okay, so. so you have like a uh, you know uh, along the people who are doing the separations and all that. You have another big white lab room where people are busy creating products and Absolutely. thinking things up. They're having and meetings. They're coming up. You know, you know, may, maybe if we could only do like, I don't know, like yogurt, yogurt with with CBD in it. Wouldn't people like yogurt? Yes, you're, you're going to. I
2: think in the next decade is my. Timetable, I think you're going to see CBD literally in everything. It's, the option is going to be there. Would you like this with CBD or not? I mean, that that's where this is going. I, when I came out here, I, I mean, I, I thought, you know what? I'm jumping in THC. It's the green rush of the century. The You know, all the minds, all the money, they're all coming in to get this. And it took me about six months to sit back and go, THC is not the future. THC is yeah. fun and it's great and, and, and people
0: love it. But the future is CBD. That's what it's going to be. Joanna, was it you sent to me or I was sent to you that ice cream store where they had like, you know, CBD in the ice cream for like $2 extra? Yes,
1: yes. I took my son there the other day yeah. and uh, he was like, hey mom, check this out. We could put some CBD in our ice cream. And you know, because he had to wonder, what
0: are they actually, are they putting a little oil in? They pu- pu- it's
1: an oil, but it's okay. interesting because how do you know it's not just like Wesson <laughs> or, or like the olive oil off your counter? Well, you therein
0: we deal with you know i what what's what's we talk about a lot of the show here which is trust mm-hmm. and belief mm-hmm. and you know the belief that when they say that there's you know such and such a milligram of cbd in the product there actually is and it is of of a certain quality right. and it's it, it's um because you can't bring it back and go Yeah, i tried it man, it didn't do the way thing you right. know it's until they start selling like a costco at Costco when they start selling Costco you bring mm-hmm. anything back but until, until then <laughs> right. Trader Joe Trader Joe will be great oh, you know what Trader Joe will do you know how Trader Joe goes crazy for pumpkin everything's pumpkin and, and last I was in Trader Joe after the pumpkin the, the pumpkin panic everything was cauliflower right. they, were, they were crazy for cauliflower cauliflower rice cauliflower gnocchi there was nuts for that
1: I've heard CBD is the new kale <laughs> yeah.
0: well, you know and much better tasting let me tell you much better. Um, though, though I'm not quite sure how that makes Caesar salad out of it. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, with THC, obviously, there's an experience to be
2: had. Yes. And when you have the experience, you can't deny there was a milligram or 10 milligrams or 100 milligrams in that thing you ate or smoked or ingested, whatever. However, CBD, this is where I think um, regulation is going to be needed. Because snake oil is being sold all around the country right now. I mean, it's gone mainstream. Uh, I live in Chicago now; it's all over Chicago. When I go to South Carolina, I see it in South Carolina, where where I'm from. I've seen it in Kentucky, and and before. I mean, these little mom and pop shops are starting to put CBD in everything. But where is it derived from? You know, is it industrial hemp that doesn't have the you know the full spectrum? Is it cannabis derived? Is it does it have a, a pinch of THC? I mean. There's just no way to tell uh, what, even if you're getting real CBD. I could hand you a glass of water and say this is CBD water, and when you first drink it, you won't have a clue uh, whether or not it has CBD in it. That opens up the uh, that this uh, industry to, like I said, a lot of uh, tomfoolery and chicanery, and and a lot of people being mis- misled. Which is, I, uh, my prediction is initially is going to harm the industry greatly. Yeah. It's going to be starved for regulation to point out the the no-gooders and, and and hold them accountable, and the ones that are doing it right to lift
0: them up. And as Kami pointed out uh, be, before, we all react differently. We have different, Absolutely. our bodies are different. So we, you know, the same way that I, you know, I get drunk different to the way other people get drunk, people react to cannabis in very different ways. Yes. Some are extremely sensitive, some yes. are extremely insensitive um, with CBD because, as you said, there's no immediate effect as there is with THC. There is a certain amount of trust. There is a certain amount of of a wing and a prayer here. Yes. The
3: the unfortunate thing is, as many people as are trying to do it right, China is exporting so much heavy metal-laden CBD out here every day with BS test results that have been photoshopped 19 times and gone to 35 different brokers. People are cutting it. Um, My friend has a CBD factory in um, Las Vegas, and they just... Like people who want to white label through them, they test their products first. They tested five last week. Only two of them had CBD in them. Yeah. So yeah. it's a lot of the times these people are buying things from the grocery store or from wherever. And it's a hope and a prayer that it actually has CBD versus you're just paying extra money for. And,
0: and we've got, that's going on for a long time in, in this particular industry. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I've, I've, bought, I've bought marijuana over the years and it's like some of it you could just put in your spaghetti sauce it was you know there was just it was like thank you for selling me some very expensive uh, oregano <laughs> was, you know and uh i you know you you try you try you want you want to believe you want to believe yes. and yet people along the chain so you have control of the chain yes um what we had back in the day was you know aquila would come in wrapped in in a spanish language newspaper from mexico with mm-hmm. some some coins in it, and you'd cut it apart, and you'd hope that it was actually—that's what it was, right. you know—and it wasn't just some dried um, mule turd, right. which it could be. <laughs> Not saying wrong smoking that stuff. Tough to, Tough to smoke. Tough to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so I—I I know that at some companies that do development of products, there'll be like you know three in the afternoon, a bell will ring, everybody will go into taste. Do you have that? We do. Does that happen? We do. So it's like every, every day? or Not you know, every day, so? no. Uh, but when a
2: new product comes out, we test it, uh, well, starting with ourselves, our scientists will put it together, and then we we'll use it on ourselves, and then it, we extend it out to friends and family. Yeah. And basically, because there is no official, you know, you can't do a, a medical research, you, you can't do it, well, up until the farm bill passed, no official research could even be done on it. I mean, it was a scheduled, you know, prohibited drug. So, so you know, the, the government needs to get involved twofold. Number one, with research on humans and the and what it, what CBD has the effect on, and the second is like I said, regulating all those you know no good doers and getting them out of the out
0: of the industry. But and as I said, you know, for better or worse, even within our bodies, the consistency is going to be questionable. But mm-hmm. you know, we, we we do we we keep hoping. There is a lot of hope here. But you know, with with the tastings, um, weird stuff. CBD doesn't taste great.
2: <laughs> it's not a if it's in true. its in its raw form. If you if I if I had a jar of uh, just raw CBD distillate, uh-huh. it's it's extremely earthy. It's it's almost it's very it's pungent. Um, uh, it's real sticky and tacky. Uh, it, it's it's not it's, something it's you sharp could, on
3: down your throat. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. It's, but in
0: terms of the process you're tasting, it's like it's like hey, today we got CBD whole wheat bread. You well, they, they
3: perfect the bread without the CBD first Yeah, <laughs> then they give it to us so we just have to tell it's yeah
0: um, you, <laughs> want amass, you want to mask you want to mask the taste of CBD the, the, it's the, not the the great CBD peanut butter on the CBD right. whole wheat bread it's peanut on butter the is a great way you know it's, that, it's, would. Uh, that would go great you know, it's, it's, I mean do you go in there look at the thing and go oh man what, what are you guys smoking um, <laughs> I guess you know the answer to that uh, you know the, where the products could be as as the world opens of them, they yep. can be strange. I, I think I mean to me just, just the gummies are pretty strange. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like I gu- to me gummies are always a kid thing. Yes. And here they are, they ain't a kid thing well, no more.
3: Washington yeah. State actually just outlawed THC gummies and hard candies from recreational market because of that. Probably
0: not a
2: bad idea. And, oh, and because then in ca- kids will eat it. Yeah, and in yeah. California
3: yeah. the laws are nothing can look like a character,
1: it can't replicate any child's product or anything. So they're very strict and conscious of children seeing a product and wanting to open it or anything.
0: So at the same time, the um, the, the the vape industry can have vape flavors that are like, um, you know, uh, Hawaiian Punch, what have you, Bubblegum. So gum.
3: in Oregon, they don't allow that. Um, you can't have anything that is flavored towards a kid. And they even actually made us change our strain names like... Um, there was, um, like, bubblegum. Couldn't be called bubblegum. Girl Scout cookie had to go to GSC. Um, Candyland had to become CL. Like, when you can't even use terms at all that are...
0: Nothing that would attract a child.
3: Same in California. You have to have all the... Nothing that could
1: even want a child's attention.
0: Yeah, and which... which- I don't know what to do with my daughter who likes single malt scotch and yeah. has for a long time, she's so. almost
1: 21 she can drink it <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm, California isn't quite as strict yet because they're still letting brands like cookies out there like in Oregon cookies can't say cookies right. you can't call a product cookies so you guys are still in the you know the new stages of rec what, what so. is
0: your most popular product so we have a
2: topical cream right now that um, that is phenomenal. And it's um, and, and, and as an old beat-up athlete, I played yeah. college basketball, a little bit of pro basketball. My body took a beating. A lot of times I would get an analgesic topical cream to try yeah. to ease pain. Never did anything for me. I mean, you get a little scent and maybe a little burn, but nothing that works. And I'm telling you, our, our topical cream... Is is magical the, the way? Now I didn't I didn't build it. Our, our chemist built it, but it penetrates, it soothes, it relieves, and it relieves for a period of time. It is it is unbelievable. That's our number one. We, we can't keep it. Uh, we can't keep it on our shelf. We can't okay. we can't can you, manufacture. Can you mention of the name? It. Um, well, it's, it's 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 just a CBD cream. Okay, and uh, I can't I can't say our. <laughs> we're we're about two weeks away from uh, the non disclosure being That's done, and then it's going okay. to. And it's going, it's going to I mean, be... I, I mean, I've I said
0: guess. on the, on the yeah. air that, that uh, the result I had from using apothecana mm-hmm. on a skin ailment I had was was, was dazzling. Dazzling. That's just, the number one dazzling. request.
1: I hit my 40s, Top and point. I have aches and pains, and things hurt, and yeah. I am always looking for creams for myself. Everyone comes to my house and it's like, oh, wow, what a... They see the whole counter full of... Oh, uh, yeah all the options and creams, and people love to try them.
2: They love that. Now, our our second biggest thing, which I think will supersede the cream, is going to be a water, and remember, uh, CBD is oil, Yeah. so when you mix it in water, it doesn't mix. We have created, and we we, we believe this is going to be the next big thing, a water-soluble CBD powder that literally, when you drop it in, the water turns right back to water, and no taste, no grit, no nothing, it's gone. It's really one of the reasons we're out here now. We're meeting with a bunch of manufacturers to purchase our, our powder. Yeah. So uh, you know it could, and you can put it in anything, and it has no side effect as far as uh, altering whatever you're, it is you're drinking. It's it's indescribable. Yeah, it was
0: funny when you speak about lotion. There's there's a world of difference I think for a lot of people between using something externally and using something internally. Yes. So even though the gummies, the mints, the chocolates, what have you, work just fine. Folks probably have a little barrier on them, but putting on a little cream—it's like it's skin. It's mm-hmm. okay. You can put it on your skin. It's—it's not—it's not, it's not going to go any place.
2: You, you know what? I, I'll tell you what's amazing is—is is the geriatric uh, generation. Okay, our, our older generation, yeah. the geriatrics.
0: That—that's what we talk about with the um uh, the the, they, the, 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 the uh, they, that's what I
2: was party. referring to. They have <laughs> they have no. And again, they will start with the cream if you if you put a a pill because we we make a pill as well. And you put the cream from. They'll always choose the cream because of their history. They just—it's just something about eating a cannabis-derived, you know, medicine. It just—it just gives them the the willies. However, once they ingest CBD and they and it begins to help them and, and you, they witness what's going on, they will they will eat it until they can't eat it anymore. They, they get over. It, let's just say they get over it real quick. I mean, they do that that paranoia or that fear, whatever it is, of ingesting it goes yeah. away quickly because of the because you can't get topically what you can get. Once, uh, and especially if you have a little hint of THC in uh, the CBD to get through the blood brain barrier, your bioavailability goes through the roof and the, then you get the full effect. A week or 30 days on um, in, in ingesting CBD, I mean it changes people's lives. Yeah. So they, they get over that ingesting real quick.
1: I was going to say it probably takes a week they go to church and they say thank you Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, no it's it's I, I mean not not to use an unpleasant image but it's it's like for a lot of us we would take pretty much anything mm-hmm. you know back in the day except injectables right that was like that was the that was the line that right. was the barrier that was right. the too scary probably a good idea and for, for, for <laughs> you know for, for for other folks it's like you know, just just ingesting sure. is is the barrier. It's yes. it's the line. Mm-hmm. But a cream you put on, well, it's just a cream. What's just I, do? I mean, it's it's funny. I, I use um uh, a cream on my on my lousy knees. Uh, called um it's it's a it's not a cannabis product. It's co- it's called um uh, Voltaren. It's like uh, it's 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 essentially um a, a liquid ibuprofen and um, the, the box actually comes with a warning of don't use you know, more than such so many times a day and you know don't use more here's the amount you should use I'm going it's just a cream mm-hmm. what the heck it's not gonna, what's it going to do to me it's, it's, a, you know, it's not going to creep into the body that much it doesn't have, al- have alcohol in it right. the, the skin barrier is a pretty strong barrier it, absolutely it is so yeah. you are in a fun industry sir you yes. are in a growth industry my, my kids think I'm cool <laughs> and doesn't that make it all worthwhile yes you know yeah and do, do your kids use some of the stuff
2: no, they don't use thc not okay not yet and and, and i've made it clear to them uh, as they get older and of age i want them to get through school before they start experimenting but i would much rather them use thc if they want to you know, party or relax yep. or whatever you know, stay away from the alcohol, you know, alcohol oh, yeah. in extreme moderation. Yeah. I've made that uh, just, I can't, I can make that any more clear to them. Look,
0: when I discovered my 20 year old, like really had a taste for rosé, it was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, when she would start telling me about the, um, the mixed drinks at her sorority, it was like, oh, yeah. seriously, really? Yeah. Well, think you know, about the
1: conversation when I had to tell my dad about all the cannabis, <laughs> which yeah. would you prefer?
0: <laughs> your father had been doing stuff as a dentist to people for a long time. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs>
1: that's a that's a different podcast. He's a professional. <laughs>
0: he'd been, he'd been injecting people with stuff for a long time. So plus laughing gas, you know, the <laughs> 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 Make it a point. Sam, thank you for coming by. The best of luck. I Pleasure's look forward mine. to using your
2: products. Thank you, so I, much. I, I
0: thank Joanna Belson who I'm embarrassed. I thank uh, <laughs> Kami cami cutter. Um, I, I thank our engineer. You're the best dude. You're the man. You're the man. It's, it's Meryl Schindler here on Pine and the Hog, the podcast where you learn everything you didn't know about CBD, THC, and the whole world that's opening before us. It is a world, and it's getting bigger. Catch you next time.